Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Welcome everybody to another episode and edition of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good basketball Friday. Of course, as always, coming to you live from Chop Studios, it is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci lacing up his sneaks over here, getting ready to go. We are uh, today, and it, listen, baby. it is NBA time. Tonight, we have two final play-in games to determine the eight seeds in the East and the West. And then tomorrow, it all goes down. Ladies and gentlemen, the NBA playoffs are here. Some of the most exciting times in sports. Before we get there, um, and before we get into all the NHL playoff coverage that we're going to get into today. <laughs> I almost freaked you out there with the NHL stuff. No, no, Good no. stuff on your uh, your dead uh, laptop over there, which, by the way, folks, this is now day number 17 consecutive days with a dead laptop or no it's laptop at all. It's impressive, and not one day has it been done on purpose. I don't like I, get it. You, I don't get it either at you, this point. Th- it's 2023. There's no excuses for anybody, anybody, with the amount of time you're in the car, at your office, at your house, or whatever the case may be. If somebody says, oh, my phone died, like I'm like you, I don't, I don't get what you, what I you're about. Three, I have three phones, and they probably two of them are probably dead right now. I don't understand. My phone right now, to be transparent, is on ninety seven percent, and there's never a time where I, I get like anxiety if it's under like fifty. I just oh, where's the nearest charger? I've had anxiety for like twelve straight years. So the phone, maybe it's Jeez, the phone. I, 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 don't I, know. I, I don't understand. I, I again, maybe we're I'm all, living under a rock. We're, we're but. all good. It's um. It's a blessing and a curse, trust me. Again, 2023, I got to be in touch with the no and everything that's going on in the world of sports and everything else that we do around here. I need my phone to be I alive. apologize in advance if you try to reach me today or yesterday. <laughs> okay, nobody's trying to reach you. Actually, you got a really fine text from Mojo yesterday, right? I did. They're, they're giving you all like, the, uh, the newest. I think I signed up for that at the Jets, the Jets game. Ah, all right. So you sign up for text alerts and you get, all right, good. Do that, guys. Do that to get all the latest updates and news and all the feed that you're going to see on the Mojo app. You can sign up for alerts and they'll send it right to your phone so you won't miss anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of not missing anything, before we get into the NBA, there has been a sale or a pending sale. Uh, Looks like it's going to happen today uh, between the Washington Commanders football team Redskins and the new owner, Josh Harris, and his group. Um, I believe they outbid Magic Johnson and those fellas because I think there was a plan in place for a team. I think it was the co-owner of the 76ers. Magic Johnson, a couple other people were ponying up together, but I think this guy just comes out of nowhere, unless <clears throat> unless I'm wrong. But the Washington Commanders have been sold for now $6.05 billion. The last time a franchise was sold was for $4.65 billion, and that was at Denver Broncos. So, so is this like an open auction? I don't know. Because well, the yeah, I, well, no, no, because Daniel Snyder put a price tag on it. He well, said, this is what I'll sell yeah, for, yeah, meaning, and people have stepped up. When you put a price tag on it, it means like, okay, this is the, the entry fee. Like, you got to be here if you want to even enter the You want to see the table. But then what typically I thought happened was they would put in bids, but you don't know what the other team is bidding, and you have to put in your bid, and the highest bid gets it. But it's not against people. You know, you, you have to blind bid, and then hopefully hopefully your bid your is bid the one, is, and then the, yeah. the owners approve it, all that stuff. But... I don't know. I mean, is now Magic Johnson's group going to just come in and be like, well, you know. We I don't know. I don't know how it works. At what but point do you draw from what, Like I said, from what uh, it says, there's sources that are saying Josh Harris has a non-exclusive deal to buy the commanders that is in place. That's coming from John Kime of ESPN. He's a staff writer over there. Like I said, there was there was some jockeying for position. Um, and um, 
you know, it is what it is. So a group led by Daniel Snyder purchased the Washington franchise in May of 1999. So it's been a little bit of an S show yeah, over there signed, in Washington. I think his first signing was uh, Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> that worked out real well, you know, like. Does this put them? Did he uh, sign Dion? He signed like that. that oh, Dion was a in, yeah. He played for the Redskins. He, he signed, Redskins, he signed yeah. everybody that year. They thought they were supposed to be what the best team. All of a sudden, it was like the Eagles when they became the dream team. Oh god, and then they weren't. No, they weren't. It was very yeah. similar. They did sign a lot of guys. Who were the who was the quarterback of that team? Of that of that team where they went free spending and what was it, 90, 99 or two thousand? It was listen. It was Dion's last. Dion's last hurrah was with oh, man. Was it like the Ravens. Heath Schuler? Oh, God, dude. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I feel like now, that was even a little late for Heath Schuler. I think Heath I, Schuler was like early 90s, mid-90s. Mid history. I'm very curious. Uh, list of starting quarterbacks for the Redskins uh, into the Commanders. Uh, let's see. Going all back to 99. <laughs> you know what? You can't, you can't sneeze at this guy. In 1999, their starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins at the time Brad Johnson. He stunk. Not terrible. Let's just go over this real quick. Just to, just to, I want to go down memory lane for a second. So Brad Johnson in 99. In 2000, it was Brad Johnson and Jeff George, who was still in the league somehow um, at that time. 2001, big fan of this guy, Tony Banks. Tony Banks was, was supposed to be something. He no, just didn't pan out to be anything. Um, Tony what, Banks what was college? also backed what up college? by jo Tony Banks. I want to say Michigan State. UCLA. I don't, I don't know. If I'm right on that. If you're right on Michigan State, I'm going to go with Tony Banks right now. Let's see what it says here. If I go into Tony Banks, American football, uh, college stats, he went to oh, – holy hell, you nailed it. <laughs> it's a feel-good Friday here after all as Chris Gucci nailing holy all hell, colleges. Uh, so, anyway, back to the Redskins quarterbacks here. Pat 2003, Patrick Ramsey and Tim Hasselback. Oh, my God. And then for the next three years – Actually, the next six years, they had consistent quarterback play. When I say that, means they're the same guy started. So for from 2004 to 2006 was Mark Brunel of Jaguars fame. And then after that, Jason Campbell was their quarterback for three years until they made the move for Donovan oh, McNabb. I gave a trivia question the other day on my whatnot thing. Somebody did like a giveaway, and I hate when they do that because then you got to like pause your show, all this stuff. Right. So I was starting to think on the fly. Of a good trivia question, so I'll say, anybody with a shipping profile, if you could tell me the quarterback that was selected one pick after Aaron Rodgers in that draft. Hold on. This is the 2007 draft, 6th draft, right? Whatever the year. Anyway, it was Rodgers who had to wait to the end of the first round. What pick was Rodgers? 20? 23. 23? Or 24? I thought it was like 26. But anyway, it doesn't matter. The next quarterback picked after Aaron Rodgers was. the next was. Pick? Really? Yeah. Oh, then he must have busted out oh, very hard. He just said him. Tony Banks? No. I didn't. How? Jason I, Campbell. Oh, God. Imagine that. Oh, Imagine being like, we're God. about to get Rodgers. <laughs> we're getting quarterback. It's either Rodgers or Campbell. We're good either I way. I don't know. It's a toss up for me. I, we'll find out. They might play out. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, that that is the Washington Commanders news over there in the NFL. Um, as we segue over to it is time, ladies and gentlemen, it is the NBA playoffs. They tip off tonight with the two remaining playing games. Again, the winners of these will be the eight seeds of the respective East and the West. Uh, tonight, Chicago heads to Miami in Miami. Miami coming off the loss, obviously, uh, the other night to the Hawks where they just, you know, again, they got behind quick, couldn't make a comeback because of the way of style of play. Um, and then, of course, the Chicago Bulls, who again yesterday 
had themselves, or two nights, what was it, yesterday? Two nights two ago, nights ago. Had themselves a fantastic comeback victory. Chris, did they empty the tank? Does Chicago have it to go into my uh, into um, Miami. Miami to win this game? Because they had to go to Toronto, and they did that there. Do they? Ha- no, I don't think so. But at the same time, I mean, is Miami? Miami looked like garbage in their game. So they if did. Miami plays that way, they're going to lose. It doesn't matter how much Chicago has left in the tank. But um, a very slow-paced game I'm expecting out of this one, and it should be a good one. And I'm going to go with the Heat because I've been picking the Heat to do some some type of potential damage as a team that could sneak and do something in the playoffs. I'm becoming less and less confident as the, the minutes go by based on the performance in the uh, in a big game earlier in the week. But I'm going to stick with my guns here. I like Spolstra. I like the Heat. I'm a Heat guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Miami Heat guy, Dave. Big Miami Heat guy over here. Um, listen, the way I saw Chicago, uh, you know, I always use the phrase like emptied the clip. But, like, I think they did. Like, a 19-point comeback victory the other night, I feel like it, momentum's on their side. Yeah, leaving the arena. But then, like, does that just kind of fade a little bit? And do you see another back-to-back bad performance out of guys like Jimmy Butler? I, I don't. I think that Miami shows out in Dade County tonight, and I think Miami gets that win as well. So you're in lockstep with me. Um, I think Miami takes that one. But Chicago, great story. Like I said, they got some pieces to figure out next year because they don't know if Ball's ever going to play. Um, so they really they, they couldn't figure out the point guard position this year. Maybe they can next year um, and look to the draft maybe. So later tonight, Oklahoma City. The Thunder are traveling to Minnesota. Now, Minnesota gets back Rudy Gobert after his one-game suspension. So, does that propel them enough between him, Carl Anthony Towns? Are they going to get the job done against an OKC team that came in that, I, I mean, I spoke highly of them yesterday. I think they're a very, very exciting team to watch. All the the young stars over there, uh, Giddy and uh, SGA, like, it's it's been a nice season for them. I feel Can like Minnesota is reeling a little bit with everything that's happened in the course of the last week. I do Horrible too. timing. Uh, OKC, they looked really good. Another team that I'm high on based on their young talent, I, it's unfortunate they lost the rookie this year, but it puts them in a really good position next year as they get into, they have a lot more experience with these guys. And then what I would say is a potential KD type of player in Holmgren. I know it's a little bit of a lofty expectation, but it is the comparison. And, um, that team is looking really good as as we enter next year, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Carl Anthony Towns is by far the best player on the court, and he's a big. And I'm gonna go with the big here, even though I'm not really sold on it. I'm gonna go with Carl Anthony Towns, local kid. I really, really don't have a um, strong opinion about it, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But you know, either way, whichever team wins this series is. Probably dead meat. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I'm with you in thinking that, yes, Carl Anthony Towns is definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, like he is the best player on the court tonight in Minnesota. Got to bounce back. Rudy Gobert gets back in this one. He's off the suspension. You got to assume that these guys are going to play a little bit more better of a, a cohesive unit. I like what I saw at OKC the other night. I really do. They they handed that game. They they, they handed handled that game well off. Um, but I think, again, they're probably one or two pieces away from making some kind of run. Um, I don't I, know how Minnesota is defensively. Um, truthfully, I really don't. But I know the Pelicans are terrible defensively. So, you know, to, if if OKC could – I don't know. The big the big is what scares me. I don't know. That's, if, that's if where OKC, I'm at, too. If they have a big that could contend with Carl Anthony Towns, I feel like that's just an easy bucket any time down. Yeah, I think so, too. So we're both on the home teams tonight. 
with their backs against the wall trying to get into the playoffs. Now, what that does for them going into the actual playoffs, that's another story because we will pick their the first round here today. And as we go, we'll be picking games as, as the games come. But when we get back here on Monday, some games will obviously game ones of the entire playoff bracket will have already been done. So we'll check out some of the better performances over the weekend. But let's pick some games or pick some series rather. Um, stay, like starting in the East, we were just talking about the Bulls or the Heat. The winner of that game has the unfortunate opportunity to go face Giannis and the Bucks. I, I, I don't foresee this being a series. I don't care who we are. The Bucks have been the dominant team that they are all season long. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, I think the Heat bounced the Bucks early in the bubble a couple years back. Like that was I like forgot. The bubble upset. to me is a The Bucks might have been the one seed and the Heat were the eight seed. Figment they ended of my up going to the finals or something. It was like a crazy upset. Um, they're going to exact that revenge. The Bucks <laughs> are going to dominate this series. And if it's the Bulls or the Heat, it really doesn't matter. But I think it'll be the Heat. And there's potential four games. I mean, like, were you, were you really giving one? They won like 12 straight twice or three times this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Um, the next game, the two and the seven, the Boston Celtics, who again were jockeying for position all year round uh, for the second and the third seed. They came within some games of the uh, of the one seed, but it just never came to fruition. They're taking on a Hawks team that's coming in kind of hot. You know, they they did their thing against Miami to get into the playoffs, to get to the seven seed. Um, Trey Young has the ability to take over a game, right? It, we've seen it. We, unfortunately, I'm a Knicks guy, so I saw it firsthand on how he can take over a series, not let alone a game. Um, do the Hawks have a chance to, to run with the Celtics here? I mean, maybe I feel like the Hawks have a better chance to make it somewhat of a closer series because they have a, a star who's a guard that could catch fire in a playoff series, and you've seen him do it in a playoff series before. Yeah, so it was, wasn't fun. Potentially maybe win a game or two, but... Let's be honest here. The Eastern Conference is a three is a three team race right now. Everybody, right? calm down with that. Okay. It's a three team race. Admit it. It is what it is. <laughs> the Knicks have the only chance out of a team that's a lower seed in the East to win their series, and it's it's a good chance. They have a good chance, but with Randall not playing, it's a less of a chance. I guess we could get to the Sixers and the Nets first. Sixers and Nets. The the Nets story this year has been pretty crazy. They started the year with a Kyrie Irving, a Ben Simmons, and a Kevin Durant, and people were talking championship. People were talking this is the year. People were talking this is the, the deepest they've ever been with stars on their team, star power, and it just crumbled. It absolutely crumbled midway through the season. So they're always hovering in that four, five, six range, and then we thought for for, for sure, when all this stuff happened, when Durant shipped off to, the, to Phoenix, and then you, you ship off uh, Kyrie Irving to Dallas, and then Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons again, and he can't get on the court, you think, all right, you know what, forget this team, it's over. It's all over. But they weathered the storm throughout the course of the back end of the year to the point, to the tune of Finishing sixth in the East, and you got to give them some credit. You got to give the coaching staff some credit. They have these kids that they traded for in the deals to get these guys, and they all kind of showed out. They all kind of put the to put them their best foot forward, and they played some games. However, I'll say that all with a however. I mean, they they did have a losing record since the the Kyrie trade and the KD trade. So there is that they're on the bottom half of the Eastern Conference, and if you look at the teams below them, they really didn't do much to weather the storm. So it's like they're here by. It's like KD and Kyrie got them to the sixth seed. They won enough games. They won enough games. They might have been the playing team if they just had this squad the whole year because if you look, they're not a good team. They're below 500 teams as they've been on the court. So they're also dead meat. Yeah, I don't don't foresee 
anybody stacking up with Joel Embiid and that team and Harden. And if he gets going, it's just like the 76ers are a great team. They might be one of my, in my head, I mean, as we go, we'll go with these playoffs. They're one of my dark horses to kind of make some noise. Is Embiid going to make a leap or is he going to be Ewing? Relax. With I'm that. just being honest. It's like <laughs> we're not, not no disrespect. Ewing is a no Hall disrespect. of Famer, but p- postseason, you know, Embiid. They've had he's had MVP numbers before. He's been the most dominant center in the league before, and even still is. Even though with Jokic, he's still a more dominant center. I think Jokic does it has a different game. Embiid, he's got to put the team on his back, and unfortunately, I don't think James Harden is the right co-pilot. But that's another story. Embiid could be good enough. In an Eastern Conference, we've seen Giannis do it, but Giannis has a perimeter game that Embiid, while he does, he doesn't have the, um, I mean, he doesn't have to create his own shot because he's seven-footer right. in a lot of ways, but you get what I'm saying. Giannis is a better athlete. He's a more of a, a guy that could defend out on the wing. He could do other things defensively that Embiid can't do. So, I feel But this like, isn't a series, though. Yeah, the 76 no, this isn't a dominate. series. Who's stopping Joel Embiid? I don't. In the series? There's nobody. I think nobody. this one's going to be the clean sweep. 45 points a game in this series. It might. It might, be it might get Will ugly. It might shit. get ugly. Um, all right. The four and the five. Look, I'm pumped to get back to the playoffs as a Knicks guy. If you're a local fan, and obviously we just talked about Brooklyn. If you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, I'm sorry. But if you're a Knicks fan, you have a little bit of hope. You know, you brought in Jalen Brunson. This dude changed the point guard position for the Knicks for the first time, and I can't even tell you how long. There's been time and time again where we thought we had somebody. We thought we had the guy to to facilitate, and it just didn't work out. Well, we're going to find out Brunson has been a godsend for the Knicks. Randall potentially will miss a couple of these games in the beginning. My assumption is he misses game one, maybe game two. But the method is this, and this happens all the time in the playoffs. If you can steal one on the road— it becomes a completely different series. If the Knicks can go out there and beat Cleveland in Cleveland within the first two games, yeah, I like the steal, Knicks to win this you thing. You steal home court if you win a series, yeah. if you win a game on the first two. But, you know, Cleveland's been good. They've been, sure. they've been and fairly consistent all season long, and they are who they are, obviously. Um, the Knicks aren't who they are right now. They're missing their one of their best players, if not their best player. So, to me, going into a playoff series – with your best player banged up, <clears throat> even when he comes back. He's he their gonna, best scorer. He's Let's their not, best yeah. player. Julius Randle's their next best player. He's been for the last two or three years. Whether other guys have had hot months or here and there, he's been the he's Put been the some respect on Emmanuel this Quickly's was, name. <laughs> this guy's been in the MVP conversation. He was once upon a time. Yeah. A couple years ago. So I think it's fairly apparent that Julius Randle's their guy. And he's not ready. And then when he's ready, how ready is he going to be? You know, and is it going to be in a desperate situation down 0-2? It's very, very obvious that the Knicks are in trouble to me. If they do surprise me, I, I, I'll be shocked because I don't see how they could overcome it. The one thing I'll say, though, is Jalen Brunson last year, he was a good player, but he got paid with his postseason performance. Could he do that again? That's their chance, honestly. Could he elevate his game and play above his head like he did last season? They've had some significant role players throughout the course of the time that Randall's missed. Obi Toppin, obviously Josh Hart, guys like that. R.J. Barrett sometimes shows up. Sometimes he can't hit the broadside of a barn. But there's 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 good there's good here, and I think they have a chance. And I'm picking the Knicks to win this series, the whether it be the, six or seven. The Knicks are the giants of the NBA. Oh, God. Where they're oh, just like God. very what mundane, very regular. That? They're a good team, and you have to respect it, and they've done things that people didn't expect them to do this year. Truth. Right? But the realistic expectation as we move forward into the postseason is that if they win this series 
it'll be a big celebration for the Knicks fans, and they, as it should be. Bing bong. Right? <laughs> We're but back. Then, then it's over. And then okay. they're playing with house money. At then they're point, playing, they'll probably play the Bucks in the yeah. second round. So. And that's but. fine because they're not going to beat the Bucks, but it will be a good thing for the Knicks and to be like, we made it a step closer. You know what this feels like, Something ladies and gentlemen? You know what this feels like right now? I want to put some put some memories back in your this head. Feels like the Giants season last year. Feels like the spring of 94. Oh, give me the a The Rangers break. are in the playoffs. The Knicks are in the playoffs. Both of these teams are going to go on a run. Like, the problem be was that year, Michael Jordan was playing Major League Baseball. Uh, yes, he was. No, <laughs> he was. Uh, anyway, moving on to the West, uh, the so Nuggets the will play the <laughs> the Nuggets will play either OKC or Minnesota. We don't think. I don't think it matters. I think the Nuggets have obviously been the best team in basketball throughout the course of the entire season. I think there's no different here. I think OKC or Minnesota might steal one. I think you might shock a couple people, but the Nuggets, who have been labeled as soft at times, um, I think they they dominate and they finish this one out relatively quick. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't foresee it. Mm-hmm. Um, the series that I, I'm looking forward to the most outside the Knicks series is the Memphis Grizzlies, um, who have just, again, John Morant is a superstar. LeBron James called him out the other day as the superstar, <laughs> sort of. And LeBron James, again, for the first time in I can't tell you how long. I don't know the exact stat, but it's been a long time since LeBron James has been underdog in a series, and he is right now, even though you told me this morning that the odds for the Lakers to win the title are better than Memphis. Yeah. Figure that one out. I, I mean, really don't know. It doesn't make any sense it's just, it's The really path just is there the, for yeah, that. Where the money is being right. bet on. And, all right, so for me – We've been saying it for a couple weeks. The back end of the West, right, whether it be the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors that we're going to talk about, or even the Suns who you know finished fourth or whatever, the back end, not the top three seeds, the back end is where I'm really excited about these guys and what they can do early. I like the Lakers to win this series. I like the LeBron, AD. I mean, D'Angelo Russell, they're all healthy. They're, all, like they're nine and one when they're all healthy on the same court. So give me a series with these guys where they can steal one in Memphis first, right, as the, as the under seed. John Moran has the ability to change the game. We know that. But it's LeBron James. Yeah, it's year 20. Memphis the guy's averaging 30 points a game. Like, give me the Lakers. It's going to be a really good series. It's going to be my favorite to series, it, definitely. But I, I'm going to go with the Lakers with the experience. And and I think Adams being out is going to hurt big time with, with the you know defense in the paint. Yeah. So I'm going with the Lakers. And the, the West is like comparatively to the East. You know, obviously the one versus the eight, we feel like that's a, go- a foregone conclusion. But after that, it's very tight. It's very tight. In I fact, mean, the Suns are going to beat the out of the Clippers. There's no question about you that. You think so? Yeah. Paul George isn't even playing the. First yeah, season. I understand that, but you think it's going to be just dead? The- They're dead. Let's start with the uh, the three seed Kings against the six seed Golden State Warriors. See, much like I just talked about LeBron and the ability to change the game, the Lakers being deep. This, the the playoff this is the experience. dark horse series that is going to be lit. the playoff experience alone lit. for the Warriors for me gives me the Warriors to take down the Kings. I understand the Kings have had themselves a fantastic season. Kudos to those guys again. I feel like it was yesterday where they were up for sale and nobody ever wanted to talk about Sacramento again. They turned it around. They got a bunch of role players on that team, but I don't think it's enough, man. Well, they I think have Steph two Curry, stars in that team. They it's absolutely do. And De'Aaron Fox are legitimate bona fide stars. But right I now. love, I love. The Warriors to win this series. I really do. I mean, the easy answer is to say the Warriors because they have the postseason experience and nobody knows anything about Steph Curry is one of the most revolutionary. You know, the Aaron Fox has been on the Kings for a while and he's like led the charge. He's been there when they sucked and he's watched Golden State, who is in the Bay Area as well. This is a little bit of a rivalry going on over here. So to me, this has a lot of there's some vitriol in this series. I feel like it's like big brother, little brother, and 
I'm not going to just count out the Kings like that because they have some really good players. Are you They've picking been doing the Kings? Are you bold enough to pick the Kings in this series? Yeah, I'll just do yeah? it. Because, all yeah, right. I think it's time to shake it up a little bit. I don't really <laughs> feel that confident about it. Well, I mean, look, because of obvious reasons, it's Golden the playoffs. State, it's the postseason. But, you know, they're getting Wiggins back, right? Wiggins is playing game one, yes. Wiggins coming back is, I guess that could help, but in some ways that could hurt because you gotta in, you got to insert him into the rotation now. It does. Who's it taking minutes from? Who's been getting valuable minutes that's not anymore? Right. Based so, on Wiggins playing. Exactly. Um, is Golden State, I don't know what they've done like heading in. You know, are they are as far they as like what like, they what, did on their yeah, like, back they're, end? They're the sixth seed for a reason. Yeah, but again, they they've played relatively good basketball. They let's see, the Warriors in their last ten were eight and two. Oh, so winners of the last go. three, where, where three the in Kings, a row. Where are the Kings at? The Kings in their last ten, five and five, losers of three straight going into the end of the season. But so, they also had the three seed locked. They did. They did. They didn't have to worry. Um, they did, yeah. I mean, there was no shot that the yeah. Phoenix Suns could catch them, so they were kind of resting and getting guys ready to go for the post. Uh, well, for the post that could season. be that could be a bad thing. I mean, it's the NBA. Maybe rest helps, but at the same time, I'm not really huge on momentum when we're talking about professionals. And there's a day of rest in between. Hmm. Um, maybe you could have good practices and things like that and carry momentum. But if you have a couple days, it's like you're going to line up. The momentum is all gone. They're rested up. Um, and you have... Uh, I'm going to pick the Kings still. All right. I'm not going to let the last three or the last ten affect it. This is a season thing. All right. Um, and you have the Suns beating on the Clippers. Now, look, ever since Kevin Dur- uh, Durant got there, he did miss some time with an injury, but when he got back, they looked like they, they looked like they gangbusters. They looked like... After, right? Yeah, they, they look like they're... Um, you know, they look really good. Um, dare I say Suns in four? <laughs> Suns in four? No, probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you think yeah. a sweep? Out of here. Uh, listen, I'm picking the Suns for the series. But I'm thinking the Clippers are going to make this a really good series. I think that, again. The Clippers, I've picked against them every single time they've made the postseason, and there's times that they really, like, I think there was a Clippers-Suns series a couple years ago where the Suns did win it, but it was a really good series. Excuse me. And that would leave us, if all of our picks go, uh, that would leave us with the Bucks, the Celtics, the 76ers, and the, possibly the Knicks. Um, did you even pick the Knicks? You're picking the Cavs. All right, you're picking the Cavs. So you go in chalk, one through four seeds in the East, and in the West – uh, you're going chalk outside of the Lakers. Yeah. So I'm going with the Warriors as, a, as an upset special over the Kings. Uh, but listen, it all goes down this weekend. We're excited to cover it. We'll be back here on Monday. Do us a follow. Uh, do us a follow. Do us a favor and follow us on social media. That's the Instagram, the TikTok, and the old Twitter machine at Mojo M O J O is the way to do it, guys. If you're going to bet on all these games, do it responsibly. There is a million prop bets out there right now on the Mojo app. What are we doing over there? You okay? <laughs> spazzing out um go over to the mojo app right now check out all the liquid prop bets it's a very exciting way to to watch literally every single game while you're watching you can place a bet on somebody take it right out the the, the rate might drop and the the odds might drop you pull right back in there's a lot of cool it's it's liquid it moves it's like water um so for dave sturchio Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Enjoy the NBA playoffs. You wore your NBA shirt. I didn't even realize that. Uh, who is Not that now? Karan Butler, Anton Jameson. Anton Jameson. Wow. We're never going back. That's a wizard shirt, right? Uh. Holy. All right. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. Enjoy the basketball.